Growing out the pod with Kara Manuelli and Amanda Hunt. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Growing Out the Pod. I'm Amanda. And I'm Kara. And this is our podcast that we do together. All every week. (laughs) Kara, I was describing it to someone today and I was like, well, she's a Reiki master and I work in finance. And they were like, you're opposites. And I was like, I guess in that way we are opposites. I guess. I mean, I guess we're opposites. I mean, I guess we are. Okay. In the job world, Eastern, Western, I guess, kind of, I guess. Yeah. Eastern Western United States. We live in New York and Los Angeles. Could we be more different? I'm always going to Central Park. Kara is going to Pink Taco. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm going to Pink Taco all the time. All the time. Constantly Pink Taco and coffee bean and tea leaf every mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the Empire State Building being like, forget about it. Yep. It's just she's in traffic. We're very different. Very different. Different. <laughs> That's really funny. Kara, what is your hair story? Well, my hair story today is I um, I actually have now stopped being able to shave completely. Um, I can't bend over, so I can't like even try. I can't even get my leg up onto the shower shower wall to shave, and I have not seen my vagina. I don't know how long, so I just like this is it. This is it. This is the this is the port. Are you a person who does like a mirror? Not now, but like, have you ever done a mirror? I've never done. No, a I've never done a mirror. I've, I've always just like been able to like get a or feel or see around. And I can like even wiping. I'm not going to lie. is sometimes a struggle. With the with the belly. With the belly. Like it, yeah. it, it it's the belly is becoming a thing now where it's I'm I have no torso. My ribs touch my hips. So like I literally have no torso. So I'm compact in every single way. And we talked about and sphincters. And sharing that torso. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on, a, on a future episode of the podcast, we talk about sphincters for so long. <laughs> Stay tuned. Oh, my God. Yeah, please listen next week for sphincter talk. Kara, my hair story is going to blow your mind. Oh, I so. can't wait. I mean, your bangs are looking great. I know you were trying to just – you're doing the side part. Or Thank the middle part. Thank you. I mean, really I'm trying good. to. I'm going for. Um, I think they're almost ready to be curtain bangs. Yeah, they're I they're think. pretty close. Because I want close. them to come down in the middle and then go to the sides, mm-hmm. but I might not have a big enough forehead. So I need to talk to a professional I about mean, all of it. Yeah, you don't have a big forehead. I've never I've never known you to have a big forehead, and you don't. Have no, one. my mother so. said not to get bangs because I don't have a big enough forehead, and I was like, I will get bangs, and I do not have a big enough forehead, like, and I don't care. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I will wear them whether they look good or not. And they do look good, but she wasn't wrong either. <laughs> My hair story I found the scrunchie. <gasps> you found the scrunchie that, you, that your cat was missing? That your cat ate? Or. Uh, I don't know what he did, but it's witchcraft. Furries, for you, these pods are coming out a week apart. We. It's been a month, it's I think. It's been. Mm hmm. It's been a very long time. So I am living my life. I'm sitting here at my desk that I always sit at to work. And I look over. Kara, I swear to God, it went through another dimension. Because it was just sitting. You can see I'm pointing. It it was sitting like right in front of me and slightly to my left on my 
on my like dresser, which where my TV also is, still curled up like it was in my hair, which those cats would have uncurled it. It was just sitting there. It was sitting there for a month. And I looked at it and I was like, how did this happen? Because it's directly in front of me. So the cat jumped. It was in the back of my head. And then it's in front of me. That's magic. I'm sure there's some sort of time warp or like black hole in your house. I mean, that's maybe why. I'm sure there's a logical explanation. I'm very glad you went the right way. No, it's definitely not logical. (laughs) I definitely think there is some wormhole in your building. That's why you got the apartment so cheap, not because of quarantine, um, mm-hmm. only because it's a time warp. And you do the I time I was warp. meant to be in this apartment. My my hair thing went through a black hole and then came out the other side directly in front of me. I was so shocked. I screamed. I'm so glad to have it back. I'm it's sure really it laughed cute. at you a little bit. It might actually be alive. What if it's alive? The scrunchie, yeah. you think? <laughs> Maybe it's oh, a, I would love that. Maybe it's a haunted scrunchie because, you know, they have haunted dolls and stuff. Like, what if you went to the store? This, this is that magic store. What was it called? Zanies or Zuzus or Zalali's? Zimmers. Zimmers? Yeah, that's also on it. First, next week, we're really we're giving you previews left and right. Zimmers. Yes. Zitomers. Oh, Zitomers. Zitomers. Maybe that's. This one was from Sephora. Oh. I mean, anything can be haunted. We know that. Someone could, yeah, like you could maybe someone just blessed it or, or put someone's spirit into it and just like. Would you want, if you die and come back as this grunchy, are you happy or are you No, sad? I'm so sad because you can't do anything. Sucks. I think I'm happy. Really? Well, like you've got one purpose in life. Like as humans, we're always like, what's my purpose? What's my purpose? What am I supposed to be doing? Where will I end up? Who will I love? With a scrunchie, it's like you are in hair. You are in hair and you're probably in hair for maybe. 20% of your life and the rest of the time you're in a drawer. The rest of the time you're hanging out with other scrunchies, you're mingling, you're being cute. Unless but like, you float away from someone's head and all of a sudden land on some, some other part of the apartment. you're in a third dimension and then you come back and you're like, that was crazy. I think I would be happy. Okay. Well, maybe you'll be one of the, maybe you'll be one of those time jumping hair scrunchies. I hope so. That'd be really cool. I will, I would, I would like, wear you all the time. Oh, <laughs> that's nice. You think you're going to outlive me long enough to be wearing scrunchies? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Pretty brutal cat. <laughs> In my next life, when I'm a when I'm a cat that likes to play with scrunchies, I'll play with oh you. <laughs> that's, that would be a really cool um, way for the podcast to come back around. Because we'd be it's opposites. Because like, we're opposites. We're, <laughs> we're opposites. A cat and a scrunchie, natural enemies. And yet we're friends. <laughs> makes sense makes complete sense it's honestly it's the most logical thing in the entire world so that's my hair story so cray so crazy i'm really happy you found her you now you have to name her now you have to name her i am going to name her um ray from star wars because she's been on an incredible journey there you go ray 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 just one ray just ray just one ray sorry I got excited. One, right? No, it's okay. You didn't. We're, you know, we're playing with names, but I think that's the name. Are you gonna name your baby after my scrunchie? Yes, I might. I like the double <laughs> name though. It might be Ray Ray. Okay, <laughs> Ray Ray Norris is actually really cute. It's cute, Ray Ray. That's definitely not where the baby's gonna be, but that's cool. Okay, well, all right. Well, we don't know yet. The baby's not born yet, so any name could be it. Still. Mm-hmm. We don't even know yet, so it's okay. I mean, we certainly won't be announcing the baby's name on the podcast. 
Sorry, furries. Yeah, probably. Maybe not. We'll see what happens. We'll see. I'm, I'm like so – I won't even share a picture of my nephew on my Instagram. Oh, that's really good of you. I was debating on that if I was to show a picture of my baby. I feel like I will, but I might end up making my – I don't know. Maybe make a separate you page. You can make a separate one just for private, the baby. And I can just have my friends follow it that are my friends. Like – I want to be followed on Instagram by strangers. Like, I want to be famous. I want that to happen. So I'm not going to subject, like, my nephew and my niece. Mm-hmm. Like, I posted a cute pic of my godson, but it was just his back because I'm not letting any internet creeps know about him. Oh, that's really sweet. I, I, I love do, them. I definitely post pictures of my nephews. <laughs> Oopsie daisy. <laughs> I mean, am I being paranoid? I don't know. I don't have kids. I mean, I wonder if it's different from my – I mean, maybe I'll feel differently when I have a kid. I'll be like – I don't think I want people looking at her. I have friends. It makes sense that we're opposites on this. Yes, there we go. That's where we. That's our the opposites. Scrunchie and the cat. Mm-hmm. And the pictures of our nephews and nieces on Instagram. Those are <laughs> big opposite things. Reiki, finance, mm-hmm. Instagram, being a cat, being a scrunchie. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> um, and if you've got a scrunchie in your hands or a cat. Or you're holding um, a picture of a child who you do personally know, so it's like totally fine to have a picture of a little child in your hands because it's a friend of yours or a relative that is precious to you. Put that down for a second because you're going to need to put those hands together. You're going to need to clap them up real big for our fabulous guest, Bridget Ruscala. Do you guys think that you could have lunch with Beyonce? I'm sorry. I'll stop. <laughs> no, no, I think, okay, here's what I think. I think I would try, but, like, I can't be cool with my own friends. I think I would just be, like, Mrs. Mrs. Say, and she'd be like, please, Mrs. Please, Say, please. Amanda, you can't, though. You can't. I, I, would, I would be, like, spilling water on myself. Like, it would just be, like, it would be a comedy of errors, I believe. Well, Do you she, think you could have lunch? She's a Virgo. So I think for me, I'm a Virgo, and she's very quiet. Like, she's not a very loud person. And I think it would be super intimidating to, like, you know, what do you want to, what do you want to eat? What are you going to get? Well, no, what are you going to get? And I'd be like, oh, I'll probably get the salad. What are you going to get? And she's like, I have to get the salad, too. And that's probably, like, just be our conversation. It'd just be like that. Oh, my God. She just doesn't no. seem like I could have lunch with her. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, even yeah. if we were talking about getting a salad, I would be like, okay, we've run out of things to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm boring, Beyonce. Like, just the whole time. Yeah. Although, I will say, I when I had my Monica Lewinsky show, I paid a publicist and that was an enormous waste of money. Uh, I can't, I, I should have just lit a thousand dollars on fire, (laughs) but which would have been cool to see, but she got me booked on like a couple, like a podcast that I listened to and like, and she got me booked on like a couple of radio spots. And I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be shitty on these things. And I wasn't like, I think like, you rise to the occasion more than you think that you could. None of them were with Beyonce, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, Beyonce's podcast would be a whole different story. She just yeah. doesn't yeah. seem like like there are famous people that I'm like I could have lunch with this person, but I cannot yeah. have lunch with Beyonce. She just seems otherworldly. Like I mean, I don't know. Like Rihanna does do too, but I feel like I could have lunch with Rihanna. Maybe I'm lying yeah. to myself. I'm lying to the world right now. <laughs> I, I, but I think Rihanna would have like 
fun. At yeah, long, that's what I, I mean. Think, like, mm-hmm. like Beyonce is is like always creating in her head. I yeah. feel like so you might just like sit there quietly while she's like kind of coming up with something, and then later you, she would be like, oh, "I wrote this while I was at lunch with you," and it's like a Grammy winning something, you know? Yeah. Rihanna's a Pisces. I feel like if I was having boy trouble, she'd listen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Most and she would give you good advice. She and would not cook. give me she good advice. What works for Rihanna would not work for me. <laughs> but I feel like she would be like, like, okay, I, do you guys watch Summer House on Bravo? Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm emotionally stunted and can only really talk Bravo. No, it's okay. We'll, we, we will get the gist. Karen and I will keep up. <laughs> yeah, we can figure it out. I don't think it will be complicated. I'm like embarrassed that this is my reference. She on on Bravo. There's on Summer House. There's a woman. Her name is Lindsay. She's insane as all people on Bravo are insane. And her boyfriend for their year anniversary slash her birthday got her fish and chips because it's what they had for their first meal. And she flipped out on him so hard, like just eviscerated him in half all this and the first time when i watched it i was like that's mean he tried but now i'm like fuck him you know what she should know her worth and that's what rihanna would tell you she would tell you to know your worth that is true that that works for every person there are like a lot of female pop star or like like musicians not just pop stars that like they are so confident that it makes me stronger like megan the stallion has done more than for my confidence than Mm -hmm any role model I've had in real life. (laughs) And all of her songs are like, she's, I don't know. I just, yeah. Cause I think like everybody's confidence helps everybody else's confidence. Cause confidence as women, like all, not all the time, but most of the time, like we're in this shit together. So let's go. When WAP came out, I was less ashamed of my own vagina, honestly. Yeah. And I find it more empowering and like the music is really, it, it, it is motivating. Like, the music itself is motivating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm a big pop whore. I love pop music. I love hip-hop. I love everything. So, like, Thanks. if a woman is speaking something that I believe in or, like, I can really vibe with, it just changes it to other level. Yeah. And, and also there's, like, like mm-hmm. strength in sexuality and also mm-hmm. strength in pain and strength in everything that you feel. And I think that's mm-hmm. just what confidence is. Confidence is, like, this is my life and yet I'm still here. Like, Taking up the space with your strength. Like, totally. be, like being like, I have space for my emotions, which is hard to do, I think. Oh, yeah. It's like it's like Lil Nas. Have you heard of his new song that just came out? Lil Nas X? Montero. I love that song. He's incredible. Oh. Mm-hmm. He's incredible. And it's amazing these people are just obsessing over this kid who, like, is like, you told me I was going to go to hell. So I'm just doing <laughs> So I'm here. I beat you and to it. So and now you mad? <laughs> I'm here doing a backflip onto Satan's dick, which I... <laughs> Would love to do a backflip. He's also so good at pole. I've taken pole classes. They are so hard. You need upper body strength. You need core strength. You need, like, just swagger. It's so incredible. And he does it so well. And he's just a beautiful person, like, physically. He's so gorgeous. I mean, I you know, I'll tell everyone knows that I'm a big TikTok person. He's on TikTok now. And he, you see him, like, like, making fun of people, making fun of him. And it's just like, dude, you're so hypocritical. These Christian, these like, you know, evangelicals who, you know, especially Catholic people who are like, oh, let's just pay off pedophiles and just like be quiet about totally. it. Totally. Like, you know, it's just, 
it's really funny to see the irony in like them obsessed. They don't see it though. Video. They don't see that. No, they don't. They don't see that. And I could no, understand no. if you like addressed it or whatever, but you're like shh. shh. But this is a person who's being out loud about the thing that you don't like, and now all of a sudden it's like. And then anytime anybody has something to say about the Catholic Church, you're like, shut up. Or, like, anything about Christianity. Mm -hmm. Which is, Mm -hmm. there's, nothing is perfect, so. Definitely not uh, religious. Hot take here. Nothing is perfect. Except for us. (laughs) Well, we, okay, the three of us actually are perfect. But we're the rare exception. Mm -hmm. We're the rare exception, okay? I also, I mean, evangelical Christians, like, I don't know. From the Catholic, I know about the pedophilia, but I don't know much about the Catholic Church. But I know about evangelical Christians. And oh my God! They spend a lot of time worrying about their own bank accounts and what other people are doing, yep. and they don't spend a whole lot of time really worried about Jesus. Not Jesus or other or their or their fellowship. To be honest, like you know, Joel Olstein, he has that mega church or whatever. Oh yeah. And during like was it a hurricane or one of the one of the major huge world or natural disasters, wouldn't let anybody in his church. He let people in this last hurricane and made a big thing about it, which is like, you shouldn't really do it for clout, my guy. And like, why do you have all these private jets? Like, what is the de- what is going on with this? Yeah. Like, that to me is not godly. And like, so. It's all about Bridget money. Just, Bridget just did a money I did a, a money, money sign. sign. Yeah. They don't, they're okay. Not I'm sorry not to do your two hands. And my shoulders. And your shoulders. <laughs> it's a full body money roll. That's, that's Growing out the pot is taking down every church brick by brick. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> we have not yet gotten one brick, but we will. We will. Just kidding. We love we love our religious. Have parties, we started? Is like... this started? Oh, yeah, we're way we're started. Way oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Let's talk about something you guys want to hear about. <laughs> I want to hear about all this. I want to hear about both of your lunches with Beyonce, which that would be a great play. My lunch with Beyonce. <laughs> yeah, it would be. I, would it, be I feel like it's it gonna come out one day, but it's gonna we're gonna be long and dead, and somebody's gonna be like, "There was this one time that I had lunch with Beyonce," and it's gonna be the next Hamilton. It's going to be called. I, I hope I'm dead when it comes out. I pray I'm dead, you know, because if I don't book it, I'm going to be dead. We can watch it from hell together. It'll be fun. Oh, my God. That's nice. Us and Lil Nas X just hanging out, watching Broadway from down under. <laughs> yes. There will be Broadway musicals in hell because a lot of people hate them. I love them, but I know that, like, I always feel like a lot of things that I like, most people think are dumb and bad and so i can just like breathe through that candy corn bravo well amanda it's a whole industry so enough people like it that it's got its own section in the world like in places in the world i mean you're you're living in it yeah so don't let anybody convince you nothing (laughs) i I just i would never push it on somebody else like i saw this tweet today that was a bunch of pictures of people who have the tattoos that look like if you ripped their skin open Mm -hmm. there'd be an american flag underneath and i was like that's really gross but actually if i got one of those it would be like the score to les mis (laughs) (laughs) that's i mean that's pretty cool though i would think that would be pretty dope it would be tacky everything that looks like you ripped your skin open and there's something underneath is tacky but i would like it like i would be happy to have it Oh my god! You should do it right across your chest. Yeah, maybe just on my face, like just a yeah, little, just a little, just a little note, like a little word mm-hmm. coming through. Perfect. 
Yeah. At what point in your life are you like, ah, I know that I underneath this skin is an American flag I got to show the world, and you make it permanent? I don't understand that. I don't know what I would put permanently on my body. So, like, somebody to put... Okay. <laughs> we don't have to talk about that. I just don't. I... I... People who are too close to the flag are like that's that's you're telling the world something, and yeah. that, that something is that you're a white supremacist. Especially during this time of the year, like if you if you were like young and like this way before, I feel like some people are like I'm embarrassed of my tattoo, but like nowadays if you do that, it's like oh. which is sad that we now look at the American flag and we're like, oh, but I don't think it's that. everybody. I think we are it's in not. a bubble. It, I, we truly are in a bubble, and I don't think we, we realize that we're in the bubble because we're in, like, New York City, best city in the world, so metropolitan, everybody's here, but nobody's here. It's, like, very specific group of people that are here, and then everybody everywhere else is, you know. Yeah. Wherever they are. It's, it's right. like, yeah. We, we are in a bubble, and I love this bubble, <laughs> but also it's just, like, important to acknowledge. I mean, I guess everybody lives in their own little bubble, and that's why they, they believe certain things, and, uh are convinced of certain things and same goes for everybody i guess this is true this is true yeah, yeah. wow we solved it <laughs> let's just let's just put and the that's it we, there's nothing else to talk about on podcast call all the podcast networks They're all done but it won't come out for another week so everybody get out your last pod you know like get that last pod out i'm so sorry i didn't realize that we had started <laughs> we should have told you it was such a because we no, don't do like a hey Bridget welcome to the pod like we're gonna do an intro afterwards like we'll share our like hair stories for the week and then I'll do like a very loud introduction of you that I like to do that I don't I know love. if people like it it's very loud uh, <laughs> it should be loud it should, I think everybody deserves like their John Pardo moment yeah it's a big thing it's a big thing drum roll we get the whole thing going on <laughs> yeah so Bridget tell us about your hair. Let's talk about hair. Let's let's get into the pod. You're curly. We are we are curly sisters. We are curly sisters. My hair is blue right now. Um, Amanda, that is a thing that I didn't know until you told me and showed me a picture. And I was like, oh, because I only know you with straight hair. And it like shocked me. And I was like, wow, our hair really is the same. She's like, I have hair like yours, which is the thing a lot of people with straight hair tell people with curly hair when they have like a wave. Yeah. And then you see their wave and you're like, yeah, your hair is like mine. <laughs> wow, it's so curly. Wow, you're right. Your hair is like mine. <laughs> but Amanda's hair is legitimately curly. Yeah. Um, and it's beautiful. Thank um, you. Someday I'll give in to it, I think. But I just like, I I can't, I something about it, I don't, I don't want it. Because it's like so, harder to maintain day to day. Absolutely. So that's like. So that's the re- so growing up. So my family is Middle Eastern. Uh, I answered it before you asked. <laughs> so my family is Middle Eastern. And like, okay, check that off the list. <laughs> there you go. I mean, you guys are not doing this, but like sometimes people look at me and they're like trying to figure out where my face is from, and I'll just like, it's just a, it's just like a, as a consequence of being brown sometimes. But anyway, my family. It's a cool microaggression. It's a really cool microaggression. (laughs) Where's your family from? Yeah. Brooklyn. (laughs) New York. Um, No, 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 no. But the roots. Oh, uh, Brooklyn. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, so like, I think, I think I want to say like at least 90% of Middle Eastern people have curly hair, but I would say 99% of them straighten it. 
So like all of the women in my family, like all of them except for me and maybe, oh no, one other, one other cousin should be a hair model. We all, we're the only two that keep our hair curly. Everybody else is straightened. Like even as a child, when my mom would like brush out my hair, or, like do my hair, like you could just tell she was just like, like so over it. And I remember her being like, yeah, when you get older, you'll learn how to blow it out. Like that was her way of dealing with it being like, one day you'll learn how to do it. There was no like curly hair products or whatever that she was like looking into and teaching me how to do. She'd just be like, yeah, this is just what it is for now. And then one day you'll be over this. But straightening your hair all the time, especially for me, like I just like kept falling out. So, and you don't realize how attached you are to your hair until it changes or you lose it or whatever. Wait, so it kept I, falling out? Yeah, cause oh, that's the other thing. So then when I start like working out more often, like I sweat from my head when I go to the gym. I don't understand these psycho superhumans that I see at the gym with a blowout and then they finish and then they take it out and it's dry as a bone. And I, is it bone dry? Who cares? My family's foreign, I mentioned. I don't know expressions, <laughs> but I try real hard. <laughs> I also want to say that I was born here and I've only <laughs> ever been here, but I blame my family for a lot. <laughs> we all have to blame our families. Yeah, I blame my family you. at least four times a day. Good. God bless. That's what you should. That's what they're there for. Yes. But anyway, I like, like I sweat from my head. So anytime I work out, like if I had my hair straight and it would just immediately be ruined. So I was like, I got to learn how to deal with it curly because it just looks crazier if you sweat from the top and it's just wild. So I like learned how to deal with it curly and then, or deal with it. And then I was like, but it actually looks nice. And then I started to get in touch with like, I'm like, but this is how my hair grows out of my head. Like, I don't, it's like all these like little self hate things that happen small. And also just cause you straighten your hair or just cause you change it does not mean you hate yourself. But it, for me, like kind of became a journey of like, of like acceptance of who I am and not every little thing has to be changed you know like trying to be more like like models or whatever or not even just models like ideal people like people that are idealized not just celebrities just like the cool girl in your class or whatever you know yeah yeah and then so I went on a curly hair journey and a friend of mine actually so in the 90s when everybody had like crunchy wet hair or like hard with the gel like LA looks was the gel that everybody used the yellow one was for curly hair and I used it way too late I didn't know and so a friend of mine literally roasted me and another friend who glow she's been on this podcast she yeah. found out, she found out that she found out that me and Tracy Soren used the yellow LA looks and she was like girl this is all alcohol you cannot be putting this in your hair and I was like what's that whatever it works my hair looks nice she's like that's not okay and then we went on this whole curly hair journey and now I have curly hair cuts that are like absurdly expensive like and I don't spend less than $25 on one product regardless of size travel size or bigger like everything's a million dollars and you know what I'm happier for it yeah. and your hair looks amazing it looks great thank you it looks thank really you so good. Much, like, it looks, looks very like very defined curls not frizzy just very like 
perfectly like oh god bless this is like day three hair if you can believe i cannot i would like a list of those products absolutely also because it's blue right now i'm putting like extra like moisture stuff in there and i think it just forces you to take care of yourself and you know what you guys if you take care of yourself it shows (laughs) yeah I think that's true. It makes you feel good. Also, yeah, how did you dye your hair blue? Look great. Sorry. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. Money, money helps. I mean, I don't have yeah. money, but I'm just saying like when you invest in something, like mm-hmm. it just really does. Allocate your money to certain places more than other places. Totally. And you yeah. spend like your money and your time on yourself, which sounds like selfish and counterintuitive, but it's like, you can spend your money on other people. You can yeah. be generous, but also be generous with yourself. I have like, yes, but especially like hair wise, like hair from all parts of your body. Like there's so much funds that like go towards that for me. Mm -hmm. I think it's like, as I I don't know, like as Middle Eastern people, like hair is just like very prominent in your life. Mm -hmm. I'm just like as women, like it's not just a, like some of it is cultural, but a lot of it is just like life. Well, we are three brunettes. Mm. I I would say my dark hair is everywhere. I would say it's cheekbones down, thick mm. dark hair. <laughs> um, yep. Do you, what do you do for the rest of it? Do you laser? Do you bleach? Do you wax? So I, I don't know if I want to, yeah, it's okay. I, um, I, <laughs> I do be it shy. all, baby. I do it all. <laughs> we talked so, so much stuff, so go for yeah, it. Yeah, so I have, I have like a, a thing called PCOS which is polycystic ovary syndrome, which is like a hormonal imbalance, which is, but I'm fine. Like a lot like, like I think like 25% of women have it. Like a lot of women have it and it's undiagnosed, mm-hmm. but it's just like, what it, what it is is like higher level of testosterone in your body. So like it causes like hair growth to happen, baby, in places you don't necessarily <laughs> want it. <laughs> I, we, Glow talked about it on here and then, yeah. And also I think I have it. And I asked my gyno, I was like, I think I have it. I have all the symptoms. And she was like, yeah, you probably have it. I don't know. What is How do you, what do you, how do you deal with PCOS? Like, is there like a hormonal treatment? It depends. So like people have it on different levels. I think so. So that's what I was saying before is like Middle Eastern people are known for being hairy. My family is not hairy. They are <gasps> betrayal. It's really, that's a betrayal. Really, it's really crazy. It's it's so insane. But I got lucky, you know, because I got PCOS. It's not because I'm Egyptian. It's because I'm sick, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not sick. Like that's like a hard word <laughs> to put it. But like, so I just take medicine and it regulates whatever. But like, what happens is like you have hair follicles. Like I had like, like uh, like hair on my face or like hair like grow faster. So like. When I was 22 years old, I think, is when I started getting laser done. And before that, like, Middle Eastern women will tell you, especially my mom's age, they'll be like, don't you dare put a a razor anywhere near you, because then it'll grow back thicker and uglier, and you're never going to be able to catch it. My mom makes her own wax, like hand wax. She'll, like, wax herself. Like, she makes it, and she, like, does it herself. It's really crazy. Your mom is tough. All the women in the family do that, like all the mom generation. Now we are Chrissy and whatever, but like that's 
the first person who ever waxed my armpits was my mom <laughs> and like or my like mustache was my mom and then even then oh my god she's like you cannot do it every day like she she was just like you can't like i couldn't be too pretty otherwise it was gonna be bad i'm like sorry lady i wish <laughs> no. i am so jealous my mom like i i had a full mustache like full luxurious mustache by the time I was 10 I think and I was like mom people are making fun of me for this mustache and she was like well you just tell them you're gonna grow a goatee soon and I was like that is fucked I don't want to do that yeah. but that's what it was for me like that's what it, was. it wasn't even just like my fate like it was just like she like wouldn't she was like you can't use a razor and then like armpit hair I like I just thought because when you're going through puberty and this is not like strictly for PCOS, like your body is betraying you. You're like everybody on TV and in the world is hairless except for me. And you, and I don't know, I guess I didn't have friends, but I also didn't have friends that I talked to about it more specifically. Mm -hmm. So I just thought like I was an alien and I wasn't talking about this thing with people. And I was like, mom, please, I have to. And she's like, where are you going? <laughs> like, I think my mom was scared that I was going to have sex at 11. I was just like, no, yeah. I just don't want to be embarrassed in front of John. I just want to raise my hand in class. Yeah. yeah. So it was just like, how old were you when you were allowed to like get rid of your hair? What is your mom allowed? I don't think I'm allowed it? now. Like it was such a big deal. It was such a big deal when I did my eyebrows that my mom was like, you're going to get in trouble. Like she was like, it was like my, my cousin Vicky did my eyebrows and she was like, it's okay. Your mom loves me. Like she, she, I was like, Vicky, I'm not allowed to do them. And I think I was, oh, I was in junior high and she was like, and she was like, don't worry, your mom loves me. Like, you're, you're going to be allowed. I was like, my mom said I can't do it until I graduate eighth grade. And then I was like in church, I think it was like Easter, Christmas. I like looked back at my mom and I was just like, oh my gosh, she's going to kill me. And then my mom was like, like immediately noticed. <laughs> I was just like, yeah. And yep. she was like, it's okay because Vicky did it. So Vicky was right. <laughs> yep. Wow. But then I wasn't allowed to do that again until I was graduating eighth grade and then I think by the time I got to high school I just stopped asking for permission yeah. and it just like was allowed to happen yeah but if I ever told my mom I was getting a bikini wax she'd be like excuse like she would like have a conniption like it would not be okay yeah I don't my know. mom is scandalized by that now like I'll be like I get it all I get the butt waxed and she's just like I, I cannot she can't she hates it. She can't yeah. comprehend it, but she loves to be scandalized. So I'll give yeah. her a little something. My you mom, know? my mom is that now too, where she's like, "Oh, women do what?" <laughs> so my mom is hairless. My mom is hairless. Unfortunately, <gasps> I am not. So God she bless. did not know how to deal with my leg hair that looked like uh, pubic hair when I was eleven. And um, so you know, I would seal the razor, and eventually she allowed me to do like one of those dry razors you know, like old school, like circle, it looked like a circle and it was like a dry razor. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. Electrical. And it had like a, like a, has like a lotion component to it yes, or something. Yeah. yeah. Does that and work? Did you like it? Should it I use it now? Not, uh, it was not very good. I mean, okay, it, bad. Really, it was bad. It didn't go to the, it didn't get very deep mm. or it didn't get very, it, it, there was a little bit left. It wasn't smooth, but it was like, oh, it's for my kid who's 11. I can't have it be too yeah. smooth, which I get, but also I'm like, mom, like I, I, I've always said this before. I used to twirl my leg hair in like fifth grade and like give my hair, look, look like I had like little dreads all over my legs. Like it was <laughs> so long and dark. 
And my mom yeah. to this day, she's given me plenty of laser remo- hair removal packages for birthdays. Yeah. And she's like, I'm so sorry you have to deal with this, Kara. I'm so Aww. sorry. Because she doesn't have yeah. to deal with it. Like, I have so much hair. I'm more hairy than my sister is also. So my two sisters, I'm like, I'm just hairy everywhere. And now it that I'm pregnant, happens. I can't like, do anything. I'm hairier now that I'm pregnant. And it's like. This is your hormones you can't control. Mm-hmm. I'm lucky my brother is hairier than me. Um, it's not the same, but I'm <laughs> glad for it. Yeah, I think my I think my brother is hairy too. He does not have PCOS because he does not have O's. So. <laughs> no O's for him. <laughs> no O's. Sadly, no O's for him. <laughs> but just I have a question about that. Do you do you do is there medication to take for it or is there like something? Yeah, there are medications like- you can take to like stop the like testosterone uptake. But the problem is once the hair follicles are primed, they're growing, baby. Oh yeah. So like. Late. That's what happened. So like you were saying that your mom bought you hair removal packages is that my mom for so long was like, no, you can't, you can't, you can't. And then she was like, oh shit, she got it. <laughs> so like Too late. I, my mom was like, you should go get laser hair removal. And then I was like, and then with laser hair removal, you can't wax, you have to shave. Mm-hmm. She's, so like anytime you shave anywhere, she's like scandalized, but she's like, but it's like, that's all you can do. Otherwise you ruin the cycle of yep. it all. I don't know. I think in <laughs> this is a hot, crazy take from me, but I do think hair removal should be covered by insurance. <laughs> I agree. I mean, I had so I had a folliculitis where I had in college, high school. I had because I shaved and I shaved um, and sweat a lot because I was in soccer and I had shin guards on, or and I was always running in track. I literally would have green pustules all over my shins because the hair Awful. would grow back on itself, and it would cause these huge like disgusting pustules painful and it was painful and the only way i've gotten rid of it and i came back when i moved to la because i think it was stress i don't know but the only thing that really got rid of it was laser yeah it really is crazy there are so many things that like also from a from a like like that i think is like your body is betraying you it's like Mm -hmm. psychological impact like you're (laughs) in high school you have these things on your legs and it's physically painful but it's like no that's cosmetic and it's like no it's not cosmetic and oh my god so i had like and i really haven't talked about it that strongly here but my hair was real bad like especially on my face like i always had like a beard like it was really really bad and there was one professor in college we were like a psych class I was taking he was talking about like psychological bias and how like um uh people psychologically tend to trust like uh like people with white coats like doctors or whatever and also like people tend to trust men with beards more and then he like made this offhanded joke he's like yeah doesn't work the same for women and he looked right at me when he said it no 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 I'm dying I'm dying when get it and I was like oh you son of a bitch and I was like no Bridget that's in your head you're self-conscious about it and then I went and told a friend and she was like yeah that's really messed up that he did that (laughs) he was just like yeah like that's how bad it was for me it like really impacted how like I'm even like I'm fine to talk about it now but like I have like it's like even like hard for me to like talk about it like now because it's like so much of your identity especially like because like what you look like is so much of how like of female self-worth in this gross way 
that you're like, but I'm ugly, so I'm not worth it or whatever. So, yeah. Like I'm hairy. I'll never be loved. I had a, I had a full beard just like you. I, yeah. I bleached it until I started doing laser hair like four years ago. Yeah. But it was like, you can bleach it, but babe, it's still like it's still prominent. Mm-hmm. It's still there. And then so like, you're just like betrayed by your body and you're like but I want to be a hot young whatever and and flirt with the boys or whatever and you're like but I have this I have a I could grow a beard faster than they can (laughs) not fair it's not fair I don't want that shit yeah and I don't want the stigma that comes with just like like it's my hair I can't there's nothing I can do about it yeah and I totally wish I was a person that was like fuck society (laughs) this is how it grows or like I was like better than that I would just I just like I personally know I'm not above it (laughs) and I like learned that and then the other thing about um PCOS is not only do you grow like like it's all the bad things that are about being a man like you get like increased levels of testosterone so you have like increased hair growth but then you have uh, male pattern baldness if you don't take care of the hormone levels So like you can lose your hair on your head and you're like, oh, okay, great. So I don't like get jobs from this fucking disease. I have all the bad things testosterone does for you. And a lot of those things, people discriminate against women for all kinds of things. People discriminate against women and men for being heavy, for being fat. People discriminate against women for having a mustache. People discriminate against women who've lost their hair. Like it yeah. has like it has consequences like socially and like sexually mm-hmm. but it also has consequences professionally and like you know three the three of us we're on star trajectories okay we're totally, like all going totally. to be literal fucking movie stars and like if you think it's hard in the real world it's so much harder in an audition room yeah mm-hmm. totally yeah. i mean right and- now your hair looks very thick and full me yes It's an illusion. I (gasps) will tell you, I lost minimum 70% of the hair I used to have on my head. No. It's an illusion. Because that's what curly hair does. Like, look, you see this? Oh, did you, can you see or did it go away? I can see you now. Look how little hair that is. Yeah, but everybody's hair is little when you like twist it like that. But but compared to what you, there was a girl in high school that would sit behind me in math class that would be like you have such a thick braid like she would always comment on it she's like it looks like a huge shit oh Bridget everyone was rude to you in high school I yeah. will kill everybody people were very mean people to me but I had such a now. good spirit let me tell you <laughs> she became a comedian <laughs> but fuck her I bet your hair look your hair looks gorgeous now I she, love when I see a would, thick braid was, she was she wasn't mean about it but also like so for all my life I had long curly hair but when you when you lose your hair like you know how curly hair shrivels up Shorten, like it yeah, just like, looks shorter yeah. than it is mm-hmm. so all my life I had long curly hair and only recently does it not look long anymore because is le- there's less of it to weigh it down I see but that's also probably from the pandemic because also so do you know this like if you lose your hair like cuz there are there are phases in your life where you're like, my hair is thinner, my hair is thicker, and that's just stress. And you're supposed to look at what happened three months ago so that you can see what, because like it doesn't happen right away, but it's right. like three months from then is when you start to notice it. So you're like, oh, what happened three months ago? It's like, oh, we were still in a pandemic. I'm sure. That makes sense. I mean, 
let me let's say I my hair it's so knotty and I used to have it always fall out like yeah. I have so many knots that I just brush brush and just have like always out but since I'm pregnant I actually have not lost as much hair oh. as I when I brush my hair that's I'm like good. oh that's great but it's gonna change when I give birth and mm. I'm just gonna be like shedding like so much <laughs> I'm already like looking at getting a uh, Vegamore hair like there's this product called Vegamore um helps hair growth and like we'd I'm, love to partner Vegamore I'm we'd going love to, to partner do it. I've seen results <laughs> I'm going to do it also an eyebrow eyelash serum they have that's pretty good um so do you think the like, baby comes out you lift your head up you're like she's beautiful and behind you there's just a pile of, pile hair. of hair okay pile that's I mean, tough I, I've, all my friends are like you think you're going bald because you lose so much Hair. Oh my God, like Christine Taylor in the craft. Yes. No, <laughs> I don't want that. Like, I don't want that for anybody. Because growing up, oh my God, when I was little and I would go get my hair straightened at a hair salon, it would take two hours minimum. They would be so ridiculous about it. They, they tried to charge me so much money. I was like, I'm a child. <laughs> I don't have money. <laughs> And then I like, I distinctly remember this one guy being like, oh, my back hurts. Like he went and took a break in the middle. Oh my of God. My hair. And now I do my own hair. I blow it out. It's like 30 minutes. I'm like, bitches, I could do this myself. Do you have a diffuser? Do you diffuse your hair? Uh, no, I like to let it air dry. Like if I have, if I have to leave and my hair is wet, I'm in my thirties. I can't just look like a child. But, or I mean, I can, and I, sometimes I do, but like, so I'll diffuse it a little bit, but you can't fully dry curly hair like that. You always will get frizz or something. Yeah. It's it, you're always walking a fine line when you pick up that diffuser of like, oh, did I just ruin the next yeah. four days of my life? Also, the other thing about curly hair is you literally never know how it's going to dry. Never. You, you never, never can know. predict it. Except mm -hmm. those assholes at Widad or whatever curly hair salon you choose to go to, somehow these wizards know how to dry it the same way. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's modern witchcraft. I, if you know how to do curly hair like that, you are a witch. I think we need to get one of those hand, those like sitting dryers like that you put. Oh yeah. You know, I, Meredith Paul has one. Meredith Paul, friend does. of the pod. And I, she did my hair once with it. And I was like, it looks pretty good. I got to say though, it looks kind of like when I just air dry it myself. Like, oh, did it? So it then, did. It's something in the salon. They mm -hmm. know what it's they're doing. There. Yeah. Yeah. But I, but like, it looked like the best version of when I air dry it myself. So maybe the predictability is the yeah. thing but of I, the standing dryer. Like even when, so like when I do my hair myself, like after a day, it's like a little bit crazy. But when I get my hair done at a salon, and after a day, it doesn't look that crazy. It's still moisture lock and maintain. Like it's it's not my mess. My mess versus professional mess is very different. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Whoever asked them what products they use, because I'll always interrogate. I'll be like, what I did do. you use? I ask them what products. I buy the same exact products. But you know what? I've done that. I did do it, and I but I always feel like they sneak something else in, like. There's, they show me the product, but they also then they like use something else on your hair. This is what you need to always do. Always something. 
you need to have an investigative episode of this conspiracy theory of how the hell the hair salons get your hair looking like you walked out of the cover of Vogue. Not not just any page, the cover. The and cover. then the cover, the cover. And then do a follow-up story three days later and it still looks like I was in the cover. Yeah, and it still looks good. What the fuck is that? It still looks good. Like I can go to the gym and it'll still be like, what? A couple flyaways. I go to the gym, that's it. We gotta get new hair. Yeah, we got we got wash an overhaul. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. We, we get it. everybody coming. Breaks over. We got yeah. Rid of the process. <laughs> yeah, back really? to one, folks. We're doing this again. I I don't know if you guys are the same. I think Amanda and I have talked about this. Where like your whole like week depends on your hair. Sometimes like oh mm-hmm. I can't do this because of my hair. Oh, or yeah. I can do this because of my hair. Well, it's not for, for me. It's more like when do I wash it? Like when's the yes. do I wash it now? Do I, do I just do a double, do I just wash it two days in a row and be crazy? Right. Um, like, you know, like, cause I, I usually try to wash it twice or like every third day or fourth day. Mm-hmm. Not that it matters now. Not I'm going anywhere and I'm not working out as hard as I was before. So I don't have that. But I remember when I had like, when I had purple in my hair, if you wash mm-hmm. it too much, it goes away. And if I'm working out so hard and I'm sweating like a pig, yeah. like, what do I do? How do I make my hair look good? So, um, and like also when I used to, I used to like, box color my hair kind of like a burgundy red and I loved it but mm-hmm. it was high maintenance because like I had to wash my hair after I worked out and I worked out I was like a crossfitter I did all like hard shit yeah and I just it was like okay do I wash my hair now do I use dry shampoo can and I tell you something disgusting if I yeah. work out and my hair is sweaty I'll dry it with a blow dryer I don't give a fuck I'm not redoing my hair more that's than good. every four days that's good it's well, better you, than to leave it wet I think it's yeah. gross though it is very disgusting to dry sweat in your head but like I well, do you like, use, like, I don't dry care. shampoo or anything do you or like it a- depends if it looks bad I will use a dry shampoo but if it's just sweaty and then it dries and it's fine and I can re-straighten it no well you know dry what the dirtier your hair is hot. easier to style sometimes though yeah if your hair is really dirty it makes you hot it makes me hot because I think it's like thick. It clogs up my pores or something. Oh. I don't know. when I, If I use dry shampoo the next day or like later that day, it's got to be washed. Like it's good like for one, one, one viewing and then we're good. <laughs> I feel like it also gets on stuff. Like do you use the brunette one? I use the like, brunette uh, one and I have a couple different ones that I use. The brunette one is the best one. Ooh, fancy. Mm. Oh my God. This, so great. This little bottle, this little bottle, how many ounces is it? Two ounces. It costs $35. Oh, Jesus. But if, right. does it make you feel good? Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. Worth it's it. not even my like major product. I don't really use it that often. But one time my friend checked the bag and I was like, here, you have to take this because I will not get this confiscated. It's aerosol. <laughs> I need it. <laughs> I need it. I use the Batiste, the John Batiste yeah. brunette shampoo that's like $15 and it looks like it's made for teenagers. Um, <laughs> and I love it. I think it's great. But like once you use it, you just have to be like dry shampoo is going to be on stuff. It's going to be yeah. on my bathroom sink. It's going to be on my color? pillow. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a brown color. Yeah. So that it, cause I, when I use the plain one, I feel like my roots look white. They look gray. Yeah. Yeah. It's too weird. Yeah. Maybe that's yeah. what Uribe does well, better than those others. I used to use baby powder. Remember, remember back yeah, in the day? Yeah, we used to use baby, baby powder. powder back in the day. Gen Z don't know how good Gen they Z have. doesn't have any clue. But that also made it look like gray. Like it just it made me look like I was playing an old lady. But that, so I think that, 
the the way that baby powder clumps into your hair like and it gets like thick and if you like it that's what makes me hot it's like that's a thick layer like yeah you know, you've made you a glue your hair isn't washed you get hot like mm-hmm. you have to it's like that that's what dry shampoo does to me I think I'm very sensitive from my head that's yeah like I sweat very easily that's probably also PCOS I'm sure um my body's betraying me still (laughs) I mean all of our bodies are like doing their best and yet still every day they betray us in different ways yeah truly you just like learn new things and you're like okay that's what this part does now This sits here. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, just some zits on my ass, and I'm loving it, and it's making me feel sexy and flirty. You go to the dermatologist, like I'm dying. She's like, no, that's just what happens. (laughs) That's that's you. We can give you a five hundred dollar cream if you want, but really, it's not gonna make that big of a difference. I went to the dermatologist about like I was like, oh, I have dark circles under my eyes. She's like, no, yeah, I don't recommend anything for that. (gasps) Genetic. I was like, okay, but it's true though, because like that's just genetic. Like sometimes, so. I think you're supposed to like pull the skin, right? And if you pull the skin and it gets lighter, that means you have dark pigmentation. But if you pull the skin and it's, oh wait, if you, no, if you pull the skin and it gets lighter, that means you just have thin skin over there. But if you pull the skin and it stays the same, that's just dark pigmentation. So you have to get eye product in relation to whatever your thing whatever is. Whatever it is. To either yeah. thicken the skin, I forget. So like, retinol i think is for thickening and then calcium is for dark lightning i no, i that is wrong uh, vitamin c vitamin c vitamin c yeah calcium i knew it was a c word and those were pretty safe choices i work in science (laughs) (laughs) i didn't know that that that's how you figure it out i like i don't have very dark circles but i i think my eyes are like bug-eyed a little bit and i can tell on zoom because it's like if I'm in a shadow, it's like, it looks like I have a little frog. <laughs> well, I mean, that's just like sometimes, like I used to look at uh, actors who never had like a wrinkle or anything below their eye. And I'm just like, well, their eyes are just not like sunken in like mine in. Yeah. Like, but that just makes it treasure. <laughs> like it just. <laughs> like, well, they always talk about that, like the eye filler, the, the tr- eye trust filler or whatever. Yeah. I see people who've done it and they're like, it looks good, but it's, like, it's not meant for everybody. Not everyone can do yeah. it. What is it? It's a filler, but it's just for under your eyes. It's just for under your eyes, and it's it's supposed to like make your bags go away, like or if you have like if you have like bags or this color, sometimes it just it fills up the bag, so it makes your eyes look yeah. you have a fresh look. It, I've seen it work on some people, and I've I've what I follow doctors on Instagram, and some they're like, of course. Oh, sorry, yeah, of course I do. <laughs> hey, um, doctors, <laughs> if you're if Kara's following you and you're following her, we love to partner. We love, uh, but they will. They will do things like listen. We you. They will show like this is a skin that can have it. You you are not a contestant for this. So yeah, I'm sorry, you're kind of screwed. And the um, best case scenario is you get a needle under your eye. <sighs> yeah, that's the thing that scares me about this stuff. Where I'm just like, yeah, the outcome is not even that much better, and you really are like breaking somebody's face to like yeah. do something or paralyzing certain things. I'm like, ooh, the future looks scary yeah <laughs> it does yeah like look will i get botox yes of course maybe yeah. the day that the pandemic ends yeah. but you like am i gonna when we were nine and we're like i will never ever <laughs> get plastic surgery my whole life <laughs> i will just age with grace and now in my 30s i'm like i'm gonna buy a top lip <laughs> like, I, just I feel like even when i was nine i was like i would get lipo i mean i would get lipo now <laughs> i would get lipo today <laughs> i was like trying to get my mom to, like i was like mom this is why i need lipo um 
yeah, no, I, I mean, the thing is, what, what what's nice about what they do now, which is like they you can age gracefully enough as long as you don't go over over crazy with filler. Those and, low quote fingers are distressing, Kara. <laughs> I, I know. I mean, they're also pretty pudgy right now because they're full of blood. And I have, I, I cannot. I, can't I think make they're beautiful. I can't they're beautiful. Fist. Those you those hands are nourishing your they're baby. So full of blood. Like I have carpal tunnel from being pregnant. Like if I lift my hands up like this for maybe like two minutes, less than. Oh, starting to get tingly. They're already starting to get tingly. Wow. So I my look when I wake up in the morning, I have no function of my ar- arms at all. Like they, I cannot do anything. My dog jumps in the bed, and I think I'm petting her, but it's just my leg. So, <laughs> <laughs> I can't feel. Wait, yeah, what? Yeah. What is that sketch where somebody's just like running around because yes. their arms fell asleep? That's what it's like every morning. I can't get my phone. <laughs> Don't ask me to turn the alarm off because I can't no. find it. It's bad. So bad. Joy's a pregnancy, you guys. Yeah. You still have two more months. <laughs> no. You know what happened today in the Trader Joe's parking lot? My water bottle just fell onto the other side of the car and the floor in the car, the passenger side. I couldn't reach it. I couldn't get it. That's it. It's gone forever. I, I have no abs anymore, you guys. I have no abs, so I can't bend over and pick things up. It's the okay. weirdest feeling. I, I have a friend, or she's not even my friend. She's a friend of a friend who still had abs through her, her whole pregnancy, and it was really scary looking. She had a Ninja Turtle stomach. Like, oh. it was crazy. I did. It just looks insane. You don't I want mean, abs I, during pregnancy. I don't know how she used them though, because they're separating and like you can't bend them because I don't know. It just looked crazy. I was like, "How does Jen have these?" And my friend. That's when you find out they were painted on the whole time. (laughs) Chatty. She like ran marathons a month after. I'm like, I don't need to know the existence of you. Thank you. That's worse (laughs) than finding out someone's a couple. I swear to God. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, Bridget. So your hair is blue. How is it? What? Tell us. Tell us what happened. Obviously. I like it, but how did it, how did it get I was having a crisis. I had a Britney moment. No, I wasn't. I, I like (laughs) color and stuff. I like, so I work for like a hospital. So like I work in grants administration, like, and I, like I do research and I do stuff like that. So I can't really have crazy colors. Although I'm lying because I did dye my hair blue three years ago when we were in the office. I just like hit it better, but I do like colors and I, I I just, I, I don't want to, this sounds crazy. I like being pretty. Okay. I like being pretty like everybody else. Um, But then there are like moments where I'm like, is my hair just going to look like this forever? Is this it? Like, okay. I don't want that. I like, let's try it. And then if I don't like it, hair grows, we can cut it. We could dye it another color. I, I haven't really dyed my hair. I've dyed my hair. One other time I dyed it blue and another time I got highlights in all of my life, which is like, everybody's hair is constantly changing. And I was just like, no, I, I don't know my full look potential. <laughs> yeah. You know? But you're, I, you keep gravitating towards blue. I, yeah. I sense, I sense something is gonna, we're gonna no, go full I, blue. I really like the, so I really like the blue because I just, I, I just think it looks nice on me. So the reason why the blue happened to begin with was a couple of years ago, like, Glow and I were hair models for this company that Millie was partnered with. And mm-hmm. so they wanted to do whatever. So I picked this like blonde balayage thing. 
but they did not do what I asked them to do. They did this like really platinum crazy looking. So I looked like I had like yellow sun around the tips of my hair. Oh. And everybody was like, yeah, it looks cool. It looks cool. And I'm like, well, I don't like it. And I don't <laughs> believe you. And if I don't like it, whatever you say, like you're not going to gaslight me. Yeah. So I went home and I had that blonde hair for literally one day. And the next day I bought like splat or something and dyed it blue. And my mom, who is a foreign lady who does not like anything that's off the beaten path, was like, you're right, it looks better. <laughs> like, she, like <gasps> it just looks better. My parents don't even want me to cover my grays. If they told me my hair looked good blue, I would I would dab. I would dab yeah. so fucking hard. <laughs> they don't yeah, think I should I, dye my hair. <laughs> I do think, like, I grew up in a very – so, like, I went to all-girl Catholic school. My family's, like, super, like, gender role like, you know. So, like, I think – everything that was like a little bit weird like they rejected so I was just always like okay it's just easier for me to do the thing that everybody else is doing but I'm like but sometimes I don't like that sometimes I want to try new things that's why my hair is curly when everyone else is straight and this is just in my family I'm not trying to say that I'm Joan of Arc of anything like (laughs) this is just like separate but it's hard it's hard to push back on your parents especially like my I told my mom I was like I'm thinking of moving to LA and she goes you have a job in New York and it's like I could like parents anytime my parents push back it's like so stressful and scary to me even though I am a full fucking adult and I can do what I want I I think it's brave yeah I also like I think it's brave and I also think like this is our life you get one you know because like imagine thinking about the times when you were in high school or when you're in your 20s even thinking about like also, I have no idea how old anybody is. So if you're both 17. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I can't wait to be in my 20s. <laughs> same, same. Tomorrow I'll be in my 20s and it'll be yeah. goodbye to my teen years. It was amazing to vote for the first time in November. Oh my God, we did it, you guys. We changed the world. <laughs> we did it. Gen Z. <laughs> yeah, I just think. You think about all the time where you thought you were ugly or fat or whatever, and you look back and you were like, you were crazy. That's what you were. Like, yeah. I was just talking with a friend. You're like, you're like, oh my god, how was I so upset back then? I looked amazing. I looked incredible. Yeah, (laughs) incredible. Like I had obliques. Like, what is happening? And like, I I try to remind myself of that when like I'm having a bad day, a bad body day, a bad face day. Yeah every day of the pandemic uh to just be like you're gonna look back on there will be a time in your life when you're gonna look back on this and you're gonna be like you are so cute why didn't you just think I'm cute and enjoy that that's how I feel and I just like and I think I that's why I think like we should explore things that we haven't you know what I mean even if you don't like it or if it's like off the beaten path like when everybody started dyeing their hair gray, I was like, I think this looks really cool. And so many of my friends are like, I think it makes you look old. And I'm like, why didn't I just do it? Then I could just dye my hair darker, you know? So I I think that's the thing that motivates me to do things is that I don't want to look back and be like, oh, I never did this thing. Or yeah. I, I like <laughs> truly, I'm a Gemini in that way where I'm just like, oh no, I'm going to have fun and I'm going to do the thing that I like. It's like, what do you want your life to look like? I when I was like 25 years old, I quit my job and just went and traveled Europe by myself for a few months. And it wasn't because I was like, I like, I don't know. Like, it wasn't cause I was like trying to be some cliche. It was just like, oh, I've never been there before. When am I gonna go? I guess I could go now. And so I just went That's great. and I'm happy That's that great. I did. And I look back and I'm like, oh, I want blue hair now. So I'm gonna do it. Like, I don't, 
every time somebody gets bangs or anytime somebody cuts their hair crazy or anytime somebody does, it's like has to be this big life altering decision i'm like no sometimes you're just like what's my life look like when i have this hair you know yeah and is it different do i like it do i hate it do i like it i never tried this before i don't know mm -hmm. if it's me or if it's not me because okay all of our moms have had the same hair since you've known them right yeah, 100%. Isn't that gonna, and I, I, that might happen to us, that might not happen to us, but it probably will happen to us. But I haven't tried all the things to decide if I'm gonna be 85 years old with blue hair. I probably won't make it to 85, but if I do. I think you will. I see will. that for you. Yeah. You'll, you'll be like, I haven't tried being 85 yet, so you just will be it. <laughs> yeah, so tomorrow I'm 85 today. <laughs> I'm 85. All right, I'm you traveled really Europe by yourself for three months? Yeah. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah. Where and did you I go? Back, and I came back and then bear golf started my improv team. Wow. Yeah. You were, you were preparing yourself for, uh, oh. for being on an indie team for a long running, Kara, a long running indie improv team is like, you look back, I look back on my long running indie improv team, which was called Centaur. The way that I look back on like my relationships, like, I'm just like, well, we learned a lot. I think it made me better for the next yeah. team. Um, long learning experience. I mean, yeah, good. I yeah, learned. mostly good, mostly good, and especially yeah. this far away. I really think all good. Um, yeah. But you do really. It just is like the longest unforced collaboration because it's like anyone could leave. You could have just left, but you all chose to be together for well, that's what happens that long slowly. <laughs> and then people do leave, and it is yeah. really ugly sometimes. The bleed can be bad. It is. But it's, but it's like, like beautiful. Like we met in beautiful. the basement of the Triple Crown, which is probably the worst home. bar in the city, aka home. I love I love the Triple Crown. If the I Triple would, Crown will outlast us all. I hope so. <laughs> it really will. <laughs> and That's they hate improvisers and yet they let them perform in their basement. Yeah, because they thought it would bring them money and it did not. Not no, not one dollar. No. Yeah. Also, yeah. the manager I'm very attracted to. His name is very Joe. Cute. He's very handsome. He is very married. Uh, I'm always like, "Hey, Joe, how's it going?" And then I like peep, like, "Okay, ring's still on." <laughs> Went downstairs <laughs> to the basement. <laughs> so sad. It's so sad. I'm happy for him. Usually, I hate it when people are in couples, but I'm happy for Joe. Good for Joe. He's handsome. I'm he deserves a nice life. I'm, ha I'm happy for anybody who is happy. I'm just like, I just don't need you to force it on anybody else. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. I really do. I really do. I, I don't know. I do think that because I think, I mean, you guys know this. Everybody knows this. Couples who are like very happy all of a sudden need to turn their single friends into more couples. Like sometimes that doesn't need to happen because sometimes couples are horrific. <laughs> I would love for someone to turn me into a couple. I'm always like, set me up, set me up, set me up. And no one has ever, except one friend, set me up with a guy who has the biggest dick I've ever seen in my life. Um, it was yes. truly a great setup. He's turned out to suck, but like he but he <laughs> contributed. He contributed before he sucked, you know, like really good. We hooked up and then we went to the park and he played Pokemon Go and I sat and looked at the lake and thought, I hope, uh, I hope I didn't get any lasting damage from that encounter. Pokemon Go, oh, so <laughs> oh, hot, 
So, well, he didn't play during sex, to my knowledge. But you never know. I mean, there might have been something in your room that he was trying to get. And he, was like, he had a... <laughs> yeah, that was a Bulbasaur in her pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, there was at least one thing in my room he was trying to get for sure. <laughs> and he did, he had the bracelet. He had the Pokemon. I asked him, like, what's that bracelet? Thinking, like, he was, like, he would be, like, oh, I have diabetes or something. He was, like, this is my Pokemon Go bracelet. Mm. And I still slept with him. And I'm, I feel great about that. I got to tell you. Look I'm happy for you. <laughs> Thank totally, you. I'm happy for you. It's great to have a little, you know, little, you know, black book of like, I slept with a gamer. I slept with a <laughs> huge dick dinosaur. I hit, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's really a, an accomplishment and it's something to be proud of. I have a long list of, of characters that I have hooked up with and I don't have, a, I have a very short list of this company I have enjoyed. <laughs> I walked past a couple on my way home today and the woman was laughing so hard and I was like this is a first date she's really working for this yeah oh Oh, yeah you can tell when they're faking laughing you can tell when you're faking anything but like men think they are so funny so embarrassing they just it's not every man thinks he is funny Mm -hmm. and it's like no you're not (laughs) like you're not funny most people are not funny And I say this as a person who (laughs) tries to do this professionally. And And Bridget, you're very funny. Thank you so much. I'm not going to let you say tries to do this professionally. You're very, very funny. Thank you. I am very funny. I have to start being comfortable saying that. I'm funny. It's it's truly the one thing that I try to be good at. (laughs) Like, I'm a funny lady. And But it, it is crazy. And I don't think you need to do comedy professionally to understand what is funny but I do think everybody thinks that they can do it every man there are like every man I dated this man for like two years or dated is very loose but (laughs) we spoke for two years or whatever and I didn't tell him I did comedy for a year and a half wow because he just didn't ask the right questions and I just was like oh yeah I'm coming from a show he didn't ask that I was, I was like, you never asked once why I go to so many shows. Cause I do them. <laughs> like, it's I'm, in, I'm the show. <laughs> and then when I finally told him, he was like, oh yeah, uh, I was in a band in high school. And I was oh. like, you know, doing my thing on stage. And I'm like, it's very different. It's, it's different very different. They love so- to say, oh, I've been thinking of getting into stand up, or I took an improv class once. I was very good. And it's like, yeah. I bet that you weren't. Yeah. And then he would be like, and then he's like, oh, so is like your ex-boyfriend a comedian? And I'm like, funny of you to assume <laughs> like <laughs> that I would date any of them. <laughs> and that that's why you would get into comedy. Or yeah, something like that. It was just like really weird. And I was just like, I, oh, and then when he found when he found out that I, I had dated comedians or whatever, he was like intimidated by it. Like, cause men think they are funny. Like men, all men think they are funny. Like it's, it's like clout and collateral. Like, oh, like, oh yeah, I'm funny. And it's like, yeah, but I'm also funny. And they like take it as an affront somewhat. Or like on dating apps, they'll always try to tell you jokes. I don't care. Stop me if I've said this on the podcast before. I guess I'll cut it out. But like, I just matched with this guy. We were like talking a little bit and he was like, is that stand up? Is that a picture of you doing stand up? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, that takes balls. And I was like, okay, thank you. Uh, (laughs) I don't, okay, sure. Uh, And then he goes, hey, I have a joke for you. And I was like, okay. And he said, what's the difference between a chickpea and a lentil? 
and I said, chickpea and lentil. Okay. Yeah. What's the difference between a chickpea and a lentil? And I said, what's the difference? And he said, I've never had a lentil on my face. And I, everybody stand up, give that man an ovation, <laughs> like, like standing ovation for this man. So I was like, no, bitch. I was like, oh yeah. Cause hummus is like so messy. Like I was just like, not going <laughs> to give him a fucking inch on that. And then he couldn't go anywhere from there. Like if he had responded yeah. with a joke to my joke, I would have been like, oh, actually I like him, even though that's an inappropriate thing to say to someone you've just met, but I, he <laughs> was frozen. The bar is so low and literally they keep tripping over it. It's really yeah. crazy. They're like and, clawing at it from below. Yeah. They can't even get can't to even, where the bar is. Underneath it. No, yeah, no man is flexible. Like, also, and then they think, <laughs> they think like, I'm gonna be damaged over you. <laughs> Like you think I'm like like you worried that I'm gonna catch feelings? No, don't worry, honey, it's not happening. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then they will persist over me, and then I will be in love with them. I remember crying, like sobbing, <laughs> sobbing over this man who would barely give me the time of day. He oh, like yeah. did not care about me at all, and I was like, he is the one. He didn't yeah. even have two pillows. Oof. What? Oh, now gosh. I'm thinking of two different men who didn't have two pillows, and now I'm so mad. That is, <laughs> Every... that is crazy. That is a... I have two that pillows. Is they don't have two pillows. I'm like, I need a queen size bed because it's an investment in my future, and they don't have two pillows. <laughs> they don't have two pillows. I have slept. I have put my head to go to sleep. Oh my god, you know those animals you went at a carnival? So they're not full of something soft. They're full of those like crunchy like little shit. styrofoam. Yo, yeah, the little styrofoam balls. I have slept on one of those before. Man, no. that was before I was in therapy. Horrific. That is horrible, and those men clearly don't give a shit. Like, they no. probably have wives. I know at least they one probably, of them is married. And they probably had, like, those, like, flat pillows that actually just looks like a sheet. Like, it's not really even a pillow. <laughs> but they didn't have one to offer me, just the carnival. so animal. disgusting. Oh, I'm so sorry about that. Well, you learned your lesson. Yeah, I would sleep with I would sleep with both of them again, no question. But I <laughs> wouldn't spend the night, and that's growth. Yeah, I'd like you to know that I have been heartbroken over many a man not worth my time. I'm just saying, <laughs> you th like you get over it quick or at some point, and then you laugh, and then you, <laughs> and laugh, you laugh, and then you get over them by getting under another one yeah. that's got some other trash ass thing like a denim comforter. Oh, so warm and cuddly, so chafy. <laughs> you can call it a jumpfitter because it's gene comforter. Oh, that's really funny. All of these men are real. A jumpfitter. All of these men are real. That's the thing. And then you hear the stories and they don't and people don't believe, but let me tell you, it's real. And mm -hmm. you don't have to make them up because it keeps happening. Mm -hmm. It keeps the guy, happening. The guy who I dated for two years, who um I didn't tell I did comedy. His dog one time ate my shorts. Oh my god! <laughs> Just ate them and like he's like cool bye. Like did he like replace them or he ate my shorts? And I was like, he's like, oh yeah, he does that to strangers. I'm like, you could have told me so I could put my shorts somewhere and he couldn't eat them. And I left and I had to leave and I was like, well, we're about to find out if we size twins, me and this man, because I can't leave with those shorts. He destroyed your shorts and then you had to just leave wearing other. Yeah. Pants. Well, man pants. I left like a little like a little uh walk of shame. I was like, well, I can't stay over. I have to leave now. 
and I had I had a long enough shirt that I was like, well, we take an Uber. <laughs> like, wow. You learn you learn the tricks <laughs> of what you, you can get away with. That's amazing. It's so stupid. <laughs> it's... What is life? What I, what what is life but just a series of errors and comedies? Also, that man had do- dog hair like everywhere, and I'm like, you gotta. Co- I don't know. I don't. Know. Oh yeah, I've dated men who've like their their bathroom floors were just like, I can't go barefoot in here. Like, what are you asking me to do? You have like pubic hair all over the floor. I don't think the shower has ever been used. Please don't put me in the shower with you. Um, or shower's been ever been cleaned. Hopefully it's been. I I had a male roommate, and to my credit, I did not sleep with him. And let's not say that I didn't think about it. He (laughs) never showered, never showered. Would just keep putting cologne on cologne on cologne, and his bathroom smelled so bad of cologne and just his body that like the door had to be closed. Yeah. Yeah, that is awful. And he he also would leave. This is he would leave, he would fill up a glass with water, drink some of it, put it back in the cabinet with water still in it, which is like crazy, but fine for me because I could see it. But our other roommate was five feet tall and she would go for a glass, dump his half drunk water onto her. Who puts any liquid in the cabinet? That makes no sense to me. You worked at Goldman Sachs. He was a genius. Oh, God. Wait, like an Apple genius or an actual genius? Like a mathematical genius. And he's, oh, my God. And I guarantee you he's married. It's truly, it's truly. This is 100% that man is married by now. Yeah. He was tall. He's tall. Tall will get you really far. Tall will get you married. I'm telling you. I'm watching Below Deck Sailing Yacht, of course, on Bravo. And there's a guy who's 6'9", and he says, girls love tall. And I was like, ew, I don't want you to that's say it. Anybody tall without a personality, that's their fucking dating profile. It's like 6'3", yeah. in case that matters. I'm like, you know it matters. You know, you know that it matters. Women, yeah, yeah. You know that women throw themselves at you. But also, oh my God, I'm so sick of everybody. <laughs> that's my dream, is a, is a man plain and tall i don't i you don't have to have much of a personality for me I'll, amanda, i have yes, the personality they do. amanda yes they you do have have a person- you need a personality. i have i have amanda, a lot you are of personality yourself. you are telling the listeners fallacies i'm here to stop you right now <laughs> this is not Just, true i've dated a lot of guys who have too many of their own thoughts and opinions and all of those thoughts and opinions are about not liking me enough and i <laughs> <laughs> i'm looking for a man plain and tall reliable good dad you don't have to do anything. good dad first of all that's a lot more than just good dad that requires a whole personality good dad good at cooking good at laundry good at listening that's the personality yeah I that's terrible I, I would like a whole person i'm sorry of course to the you men. would of course all you the would. men who are listening i'm sorry to you don't apologize to them you're fine we always joke that all the straight men in the world listen to this podcast. Every single it's one. It's true. Every straight man I've ever dated is here. Hello, boys. Hey. <laughs> all the straight boys I ever dated. <laughs> all one of them. Oh, no. <laughs> oh wow. That's I don't funny. care. <laughs> I don't know. Are you doing it in choir? I mean, I went on a couple dates and then I was like, everybody's boring. Not everybody's boring. This is me. This is me like 
picking on whatever there was just like people that i talked to people that are like the apps and then the apps get so boring everything gets so monotonous and my therapist said this to me in a way that maybe it's not nice but i think she meant it in a, she definitely meant it in a nice way that lady loves me um let's put that out there she loves me <laughs> okay it's out there <laughs> she said she was like she goes well it's gonna be hard for you because you're like an in-person person i'm like what you ever see me on paper like, <laughs> like what do you mean i'm an in-person person as if she knows what my profile looks like but also aren't we all in-person people like i yeah, i agree no that's not true people are not in-person people because sometimes you meet people and you're like this whole profile was interesting and you are a dud. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about online dating, which really sucks, is that nobody talks about anything real because if you do, then you're psycho. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You can't be like, well, I'm looking for this, 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 and this. And it's like, whoa, whoa, you're too intense or you're crazy. Because that's just that's just the culture. The culture is to be like fun and chill, but most people are not fun and chill. I and certainly am not. Well, let me just tell you, my husband, I pass on him on a dating website. I passed. And I um, I was set up with him separately by a friend. Because I remember seeing his profile, being like, oh, he's an actor. Fuck that shit. Swipe. And um, my friend was like, no, you really need to meet later, like a couple like months later. She's like, I have someone I will set you up with. And I was like, okay. I showed me a picture. I was like, oh, my God. I totally remember him. I remember his profile. I remember his profile picture because I was so horrified it was a headshot but hey listen um he was fine he worked out he worked out okay he's yeah. brian is top notch like brian is like the he's greatest great. greatest man i really love kara's husband i endorse <laughs> i love that a friend yeah. that endorses your husband is really great mm -hmm. also brian's a very good name mm -hmm. it is a good name he and he he wears it well i mean <laughs> he does I'm like a psycho on first dates. Like I will say like on a first date, like I want kids. I want to get married. I, it won't be like out of nowhere. I won't be like, uh, I'll have an Aperol spritz. And also just so you know, I want to have kids and get married. But I like, I'm in my thirties. Yeah. I don't want to fuck around, you know, like I do want to fuck around and like, there's you a place for that, yeah. but I don't want to waste my time. And I like, I can't have a first date. That's about nothing anymore. Like I, I want to talk about real stuff. I do think it is crazy <laughs> that people think it's crazy to want more like than just to fuck around, which is totally fine. Like sometimes you go out and you're just like trying to fuck around, but it is crazy for people to be like, whoa, 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 you thought of a future. It's like, yeah, that's why I'm here. <laughs> but it's like, I'm not thinking of a future with you. I'm letting yeah. you know this is what I want in my future. future. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And if a guy or, thinks that's like, crazy, even if it is with you, like you are on a date with somebody romantically and classically speaking, separate from you, people <laughs> end up together with lives and futures and whatever. It is not crazy for that to be in the realm of possibility, whether it happens or not, or whether you want it with them is separate from the conversation of the existence of that, you know? Exactly. I just, and I, and I, I think like having to be chill about that is so weird because it's like, we're not trying to trick you. Like, why should we be, why, what is this game? I'm gonna fail this game at all times. Cause I also didn't date until like late in life or not even date i didn't like get male attention or whatever like even now i'm like oh we're not flirting we're friends and then somebody <laughs> kisses me and i'm like oh i guess we're flirting <laughs> oh my god i've never had that happen to me i'm always like kiss me kiss me kiss me like i'm like a demon about it yeah, i've yeah. only had one first kiss that i knew was coming 
because like I did it. But then other than that, like it's always been like, oh, we're talking. Oh, we kissed. <laughs> like we truly, kissed. it's never occurred to me. You're a rom com heroine. No, I'm not. I'm a Kathy cartoon. I told you this. <laughs> I don't. That's not what I'm hearing. I haven't heard you say act one time. <laughs> no. What was I saying? I don't remember what I was saying anymore. Play back the tape. I don't know. <laughs> but your point is like, well, take like, it's not crazy to be like, this is my life. I these are the things that I want. Like, I want to be a comedy writer. I want to get married. Yeah. I want to own a house you know like I want all these things am I gonna get them I don't know but I certainly won't get them by being like I don't know what I want (laughs) yeah I just I think it's like and I and this is not to be like first minute I want this I want three children first one named Michelle second one named like you know I don't care about that it's a good name though thank you I also thought I used to think Michelle was the best name because of Mary Kate and Ashley in Full House I was like oh I loved it too that's funny funny I thought it was a perfect name because they were the perfect looking little girls. <laughs> and I wanted to be them. <laughs> we all want to be the Olsen twins. Even yeah. now, I'd love to just be like a tiny little person wearing black and smoking cigarettes, roaming the streets of New York. Owning a <laughs> line. Elizabeth Olsen is the best Olsen. Mm-hmm. She is the best, but I'd rather be a little gremlin like them. Like they've yeah. really like done it all. They've been movie stars. They've been stunning. And now yeah. they get to just like be like, walking around the city, smoking cigarettes, wearing big sunglasses. Yeah. Yep. yep. I thought Mary Kate was the most beautiful woman I've ever seen for so long. And I was like, don't you even say, Ashley, it's Mary Kate. (laughs) (laughs) She was like sort of a tomboy, but still girly. Wait, is Mary Kate the one who married the, uh, the the brother of the former president of France? One of them married a Sarkozy. I think she's the one who married the boxer. One of them married a boxer? I think so. I believe you. The, I think the other one had the brother is married to Hayden Panettiere. I don't know. I don't know. We oh, look. that guy. I I don't know about those guys. Those That guy who was married to Hayden Panettiere is a bad guy. But mm. I one time saw the Sarkozy brother who was married to yeah. one of the Wilson twins on the street. And I'll tell you, he was so sexy. I could not believe how sexy he was. Anybody who they talks about their cool. age difference, they're wrong. He is just sexy. <laughs> I mean, I'm they're sorry. not wrong. The age difference still Okay, is I guess like <laughs> technically they're technically they're not wrong. Math-wise, they're not wrong, but they're wrong to judge it. Because I was like, we could go here on Park <laughs> Avenue, like two I'm holding a sweet green salad on my way back to work, and we could just do this. Oh my god. I love people up front about horniness, truly. <laughs> and I'm this is this is not like shade. This is real. Like was horny since childhood and I was like ooh something broken <laughs> and so now that like I'm like whatever let's talk about it I really love it <laughs> we are all horny and in yeah. quar well, some people are not and that's also okay and some that's beautiful that's fine and that's beautiful and that's fine but the fact that we're open about it now it gives us something to talk about honestly and I love that <laughs> true, true Bridget I love that Thank you so much for coming on our podcast. We can't talk <laughs> exalting horniness. We just can't. We can't. Where, can our, where can our furries find you? Uh, you can find me on my private Instagram. <laughs> my uh, Twitter where I tweet once a month. No, I, I, I got to be better about social media. Sometimes it gives me anxiety. Yeah. I get yeah. Rescilla 
uh, on Twitter at Razkilla with an underscore at the end because somebody else is using my freaking handle Rude. to just hang out, do nothing. <sighs> That's an yeah. enemy. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, and I do random shows here and there that I will promote if I do. <laughs> yeah, follow. Instagram. Yes. yes. <laughs> follow Bridget on Instagram and Twitter furries to get the scoop on the shows. We're going to come back. We're going to be doing shows all the time. They won't be random anymore. Yeah, we will. I can't wait. Can't wait. You'll get to see my blue hair that will be rose gold by the time you see me. Oh, oh my God. God. If that doesn't, cool. if furries, if that doesn't make you want to follow. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for listening to Growing Out the Pod. If you want to tell us your hair stories, email us at growingoutthepod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at growingoutthepod. Have a great day, and remember, exfoliation is the enemy of ingrowns. Growing out the pod.